Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. I've done like 200 of these, and I always say they're exciting uh, because I always find them exciting. It's uh, great on this episode to be talking with comics creator Eric Battle. Eric, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you for saying yes. And thank you for the lovely background as well. I love the background uh, for people that are checking out the video version of this on YouTube. Lovely background. Well, it, yeah, it, hide, it hides the, the, the catastrophe behind it. That's always good. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, mine is virtual, virtual bookshelf, and it hides just a chair with some pillows and, uh, you know, things like that. I, I try to convey the, like, I've read books kind of thing <laughs> with this background. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks, thanks for jumping on. And so I'll mention a couple of titles and then we can sort of take the conversation uh, wherever you'd like to in terms of the work you've done and the work you're continuing to do. So I'll mention Milestone being one of the the great ones that, that's made a resurgence in the past few years. Yeah. Milestone is on its way back uh, or is back. And so hardware being one of those books that you're associated with, uh, as well as there was Static Shock as mm -hmm. well. There, there was a piece of that for DC. Um, you've worked on some little known, little known characters like Batman. Most people out there probably haven't <laughs> heard of, of Batman uh, Under the Red Hood being one of those. Yeah, kind of an obscure, obscure character. Um, X Factor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We, we Cable. To the vaults. That's right. That's right. That's what we do. Well, I've been reading since I was uh, reading comics, especially since I was seven. So, you know, all this goes way back for me. Um, and then I'll also mention some work that does not exist in particular worlds, like The Scourge being one of those. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Scourge. Um, that was with uh, Scourge. That was with Valhalla Entertainment and uh, Aspen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Comics. yeah that, and that that was a lot of fun because uh scott labdell wrote that and yeah we just had a lot of fun on that yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a fun read lots of uh oh, sort of horror elements and, and yeah. things like that that come in yeah I always, I always enjoyed uh the horror uh doing the horror books um you know it's like you know that and a lot of action uh mm -hmm. so like uh some of the before before scourge i um I, I did uh, a couple of issues of uh, Tales of the Unexpected featuring mm -hmm. uh, the Spectre with DC. And that was, yes. that was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Love the Spectre. I love the Spectre. Yeah, the character that doesn't get enough due, I think. Right. I think we need some some Spectre across media. Yeah. yeah. I definitely agree on that. Yes. Um, and then um, I, did, I did, a, uh, did a graphic novel with uh, Godzilla. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. That was with um that was uh that, that was with legendary comics. And after that, um I did a series called The Harvester, and that was also with uh Valhalla. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, and oh I did I did I worked with um George R. R. Martin and Daniel Abraham on uh wildcard series. It was I think we did like six issues. Yeah, that, was, wow. that was a lot of fun also you know and 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 again just working with you know being in touch with george r, r. martin you know mm -hmm. uh, before that was and that was before game of thrones and, and things like that but uh you know just being uh in that in that same realm of, yeah of, of 
you know, such a such a fantastic writer, you know. Um, and I and like I I over the years since then I've been hearing rumblings that they were gonna turn the wild card series into into a I think it was like a I've heard news about like a TV series and mm-hmm. other things. Um so you know, but you know, you I guess with Hollywood you just never know and you know until it until it, anything's concrete, you you know, you everything's just whisperings so right right yeah yeah i I love to read those uh rumorings and the news and then sometimes it's like a year later and you're like oh that there that is and then sometimes it's 10 years later and you're like oh there that that finally (laughs) is Um, yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah i love the flexibility of what you do too i mean from fantasy to horror to the action hero superhero kind of work uh love the range well you know it's like a lot of that came about because honestly like with i guess like the some of the mainstream comic book stuff um you know it's, it's some of it like that you know i just i guess i was it was just kind of like difficult like navigating in the in the mainstream industry so you know, I realized it was like, okay, um, there are other, there are other avenues. And with, with me, it's like, if, as long as it was connected to art and create, creating, being creative, I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. it's like, I love doing comic books, um, you know, and there were always certain characters that I would love to, to draw. Um, but at the same time, it's like, okay, uh, I'm not, I guess I'm not, I'm not good with all the politics and stuff that goes with some of this stuff at times. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, you know, finding, finding other, other avenues and connecting really, like really connecting with other writers um, was, was really to me, like the point where I, I just found um, just a more solid foothold yeah you know just because like so at at when i was when i was working on the specter stuff um uh i was going through a divorce and you know just a whole bunch of other life things and you know Mm -hmm. i moved back to philadelphia and during that time i ended up uh meeting well i became aware of a writer, a Phil, uh, a writer here who lived here in Philadelphia, and at the time was uh, doing really well with her uh, vampire novel, uh, vampire huntress novel series, uh, and the writer was L.A. Banks, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Dale Banks. So uh, I was able to connect with her, and um, through her, and I, you know, I met I met Octavia Butler. Oh wow! Wow, uh, a bunch of other writers, uh, Tananari Du, Stephen Barnes, and all I met all of them through uh, a former teacher of mine, uh, uh, Lorene Carey, who's also who you know Lorene Carey was one of my professors at University of the Arts. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She had a, uh, a black writers uh, uh, symposium uh, here in Philadelphia. So I met I met L.A. Banks, and we just hit it off instantly and i started you know doing uh illustrations for her 
for her, you know, like illustrating her characters from her novels and things like that. And um, again, that just kind of, it just felt, it just felt nice to work with someone who, who one, trusted me mm-hmm. with their, mm-hmm. with their creations. And again, you know, we just kind of like, we just really vibed off of one another's energy and enthusiasm for, for, for what we were doing. Um, and from there, again, just, just meeting other, other writers, you know, uh, meeting uh, Nettie Okorafor and, uh, you know, collaborating, collaborating with her on a number of uh, projects, mm-hmm. um, you know, just things like that. So um, again, it was, you know, and I, you know, I always, I always tried to keep my hands or at least my, you know, my baby toe in the mainstream comic book industry. Um, and, you know, it's just like a dip in and out, but, you know, I, you know, I just, I like working with folks who, you know, it's like, if, if we've got a project, you know, we can, we can get it done mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, make things happen. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate what you said about the uh, the way things can be political because I find that in almost er- every area of life, every area of life exactly. has some political exactly. parts to it. Um, yeah. But great to carve out those collaborations and uh, yeah. interactions that are meaningful that could be on that. Um, and, and very cool also that you have collaborations uh, and have had uh, the chance to to interact with Octavia Butler and and this yeah. amazing range of creators as Absolutely. well. Yeah, you know, um, and and you know, so it's just again, just you know, keeping keeping like ties to different different creative avenues. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what's most important to me. You know, and again, just like. Like when I look at the range of of projects that I've been able to to navigate in, you know, it's, it makes me makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, and enjoyable for the reader side of the equation as well. So it's good when the the joy of the creator comes through and readers get to enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any experiences in in the world of comics that have been especially positive generative uh warm collaborations and things like that yeah um so like like presently you know i um i i recently finished a uh a number of like variant covers for dc comics mm-hmm. um, i was doing doing variant covers for waller versus wildstorm um and that um the writer on that is spencer ackerman so he and I had connected uh, sometime, sometime late last year, and um, you know, so like originally I was I was supposed to, they, DC had asked me to draw that series, but I was all I was already like committed to another, so I'm doing a, a, a another another graphic novel, uh, with Abrams Comic Arts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I was already committed to that and. Um, you know, I was I was trying to do you know trying to keep both of those things going, but DC's schedule, you know, they they had it on a they they were on a, an accelerated schedule, unfortunately, with that, so had to kind of ju- had to jump off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, still still did like covers covers for those issues. Um, and again, it's you know like Spencer's a fantastic writer, and I'm excited 
to see, you know, like the first two issues are out. Um, and uh, yeah, the third issue, I think, comes out next month in August. But, uh, but you know, it's, a, it's an exciting story. It's a wonderful story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm excited to see how how readers receive the story overall. Um, and I'm, you know, I wish, I wish great things for Spencer with that. Um, so, I'm, you know, did those, uh, again, I'm working on a uh, graphic novel for uh, Abrams Comic Arts. Uh, that's, that's 265 pages. So it's just wow. like, you know. Uh, <laughs> Immersive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the thing is with that, it's like, I have the whole book laid out, you know, I have all, all of the pages laid out. So at this point, it's just like just chipping through the, uh, the final boards and I'm past the 100 page mark. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely past that. So that's a, you know, just trying to hit like small milestones along the way to just, mm-hmm. you know, it, cause I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I think, um, I think it's going to, you know, I, yeah, people. Thankfully, the publishing the publishers are are excited about it. I'm excited about it. So again, it's just like just trying to get to that that finish line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm also I'm also working on a children's book for um, uh, an institution here in uh, Philadelphia. So um, that and again, there's just just juggling a bunch of things. But primarily, like right now in, uh, in the past year or so I've been really promoting uh this graphic novel that I like get curated and art directed for Temple University mm-hmm. Black Lives Always Mattered uh Hidden African American Philadelphia of the 20th Century and with that um I was able to one collaborate with other illustrators uh some uh longtime legends in in the comic book industry Dwayne Turner mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's always been one of my, my one of my illustrator heroes, actually, you know, um, uh, yeah, Dwayne Turner, Jamar Nicholas, I'm not, I don't know if you're familiar with his work. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Christine Carrick, uh, she's an illustrator, she and I uh, attended University of the Arts together, and, you know, we've, we've always, I've always followed her work, and, you know, she does, she does just, just does incredible work. Uh, she also, uh, dips and dabs in the comic book industry as well as I know she does she does forensic illustrations um and we've got uh got a Kinshay Brown uh Nancy DeVard I met Nancy DeVard years ago she primarily does uh children's books mm-hmm. so um she illustrated the uh Marian Anderson profile in in uh in this graphic novel Blam and I, I tell you, every page, every panel is just a work of art. Love so, it. Love um, it. You know, just just really, really happy with the way the book, the graphic novel came out, and the way it's it's been, you know, been getting great reception. Um, actually, last uh, last Friday, um, we had a uh, we had a show, uh, an, an art exhibit of of some of the uh artwork from from blam um, mm-hmm. art, art gallery here in philadelphia uh it's called the ultra uh, art gallery we had a um we had an art exhibit there and we recently featured on a new philadelphia children's program called the infinite art hunt 
So that that Love premiered that. last Thursday. Um, and we, we've got a couple of more events coming up revolving around that book. So again, just a, uh, just a lot going on. Again, yeah, that's awesome. Like, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, I love how you're connecting in the children's picture book world and um, showcasing some of that. And then I also love the interactions in the world of literacy with yeah. um, universities and institutions and, and things like that. And you mentioned before I hit record that you have a couple of other projects that have been in the works uh, and I believe some of which have been completed with advancing literacy. You mentioned uh, an exhibit and some other pieces. So anything that you want to share about that for listeners? Yeah. So, well, uh, I want to uh, make a point with, with Blam. So the, that graphic novel, again, it was, it was produced for Temple University's uh, Charles L. Bloxon Library. Mm -hmm. It was uh, funded through the Pew Foundation. And the primary goal of that, uh, we, we got 7,000 books printed and 5,000 of those books were donated to Philadelphia high schools. Awesome. Um, awesome. And so it's the, the, the classes that who, who want the books, the teachers also have to go through a, like a training program to get the books mm -hmm. their classes. So with it, with, with the, um, with that graphic novel, the goal was to make it more than a, more than a textbook, more than a graphic novel. So it's a combination of a textbook, graphic novel, but it's also, uh, if, if, you know, if you're an, if you're a comic book art collector, mm -hmm. we've got, we've got some of the artist processes pages, process pages inside. So, you know, if you're interested in, in art, you know, you can see how some of the, uh, some of the other illustrators went about, you know, creating their pages. Um, it's a collector's item because to me, like Dwayne Turner, you know, he used to draw X-Men, Wolverine, Spawn, mm -hmm. all of those characters. But, um, you know, he kind of, he, he left the industry, the comic book industry for the most part. And he's been doing storyboards for a ton of like huge movies um, but you know, like when, you know, I, when I asked him to, to, to come on board, to draw a story for, for, for this graphic novel, he, you know, I'm so happy that he agreed. So to mm -hmm. me, again, it's a, it's a collector's item just, just for that simple fact that again, he's, you know, he's, uh, he's added his, his creativity to it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there's that. Um, and like I said, uh, those, a lot of those books went out to, uh, to Philadelphia high schools, um, and again to promote. Again, it, you know, it talks about history because the the book profiles uh, African Americans who had a major impact on the city of Philadelphia. We've got people like W. B. Du Bois, Marian Anderson, uh, Julian Abel, um, Cecil B. Moore, and and a whole host of others. Um, so one of uh, some of the other projects that I've been doing, like I said, I did a I did a uh, I did a comic book for Swarthmore College here in Pennsylvania. Um, it's that was called Friends, Peace, and Sanctuary, mm. and that was uh, the primary goal of that was to um, welcome and. Uh, give a give a hand to 
Syrian and um, I think yeah, Syrian refugees to 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 Pennsylvania. So there were uh, there were workshops that took place uh, at Swarthmore College um, that you know that students could attend, and from there. Um, some of the attendees, they created these characters and I worked with uh, some of the educators uh, on that project to, uh, to create a, it was like, it was, it was a 10 page comic book um, created from that. And we're getting ready to do a second part to that, that I'm, again, I'm really excited about. So, uh, that, and there was something else that I'm completely blanking on right now, but I guess it just, you know, a lot of stuff. You are you are a busy person, busy person. Yes, yeah, I, I love the work you're doing in comics and also through comics. Um, if you share the the Blam link with me, I'll be sure to share it in the description on the podcast. And you said that's for high schools in Philadelphia. Yeah, well, it was yeah. The, so the again, the book itself went out to was primarily available to uh, high schools here in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. um, but we've we've gotten such a great reception. It's it's available on Amazon now and great, uh, great. Through, through Temple's website, so people can you know people can purchase the book, and um, you know hopefully it'll be the first of many more because, and we were only able to cover we only covered like fourteen individuals. But you know there's there's such a and you know we had such a long list to begin with, and but we you know we cut it down to fourteen for mm -hmm. this first book. Um, but again, there's there's an opportunity to do so much more. So, fingers crossed, will be it'll be the first of a number of them. Um, and I think one of the other things that I mentioned uh, before we started the uh, recording was I I did illustrations for a mobile app. Yes, called, uh, free and equal. And I'll say I'll send you the link for that uh, because that that was for an educational um, yes an educational mobile app. Uh, about the uh, Reconstruction era, and um, again, I'll yeah, I'll send you that. Um, and because the the artwork was featured at a museum in North Carolina, I think. But again, I'll, I'll send you all of that. Awesome, awesome. I'll be sure and link it. Um, before I uh, mention web spaces or anything like that, any other creators, authors, voices that you'd like to shout out working in the world of comics or uh, other worlds as well? Yeah, um, I'd say uh, John Jennings. He's yeah. He's doing a number of things. So it's, it's, and it's with John Jennings that I'm doing the other, the graphic novel that I'm uh, working on with uh, um, Abrams Comic Arts. Okay, awesome. So, I, I talked with David Brain the other day. Ah, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so, cool. yeah, like, so, yeah, John had, um, I forget what year, but he had done the graphic novel adaptation of Octavia Butler's Kindred, mm -hmm. and um, that did so well that Abrams gave him his own imprint, uh, Megaverse, and so um, just the, the expanse of graphic novels that, that, are being created and have come out already uh, via Abrams and the Megaverse. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just really really impressive, and I, I'm just I'm just happy to be a part of that that whole uh, camp. Really, you know, it's yeah. Like, yeah, the book that he and uh, David uh, did, you know, again, just just beautiful beautiful stuff, and just like knowing knowing some of the books that are going to be 
coming out yeah it's really exciting stuff really really exciting stuff absolutely uh, I, know, I know sean martinborough is working on a book for them um and i've seen some of his pages again just beautiful beautiful stuff so i'll uh sorry oh no i, I was just gonna say i'll put in my request for a fledgling graphic novel adaptation ah, one, of, one of my favorites yeah that would yeah be great yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that would be fantastic um and let's see what else uh back in i can't remember what month it was but, but sometime last year last year yeah last year um i did a sean martinborough had uh put together a an art exhibit at uh, Society of Illustrators in New York, mm -hmm. and um, again, that was that was a lot of fun because you know just the breadth of artists that were also um, in that particular show. Uh, there was Chuck Collins, who uh, who again I know is also working on a uh, a book with Abrams. Um, there was uh, Daoud Anyabuile. Um, love his stuff. Yeah, yeah, love it. There was Micheline Hess. Uh, Aletha Martinez, uh, so many people. Um, but yeah, again, just all kinds of stuff is happening right now. And uh, Nettie Okorafor and I, we we started a, well, we ended up getting, we, we got one issue out <laughs> of a book called Antar, the Black Knight. Uh -huh. uh, that was, that came out, I can't remember. But we were we were working on that, um, and unfortunately, that was the, well. The first issue came out via uh, through IDW. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, the person who had commissioned us to do to do that disappeared on us. Ah. So you know, like you know, the, I know the publishing company was like, "Well, what happened?" And we we're all like, "You know, we don't know." Uh -huh, so, uh -huh. Um. So, but we ended up getting we we ended up getting one issue out on that. The set we got the second issue was completed at least artwork wise. Um. But again, you know, some some you know, unfortunately, you know, people disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're okay. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's yeah. Well. Yeah. I, yeah. Stuff. Yeah stuff oh yeah yeah well hopefully the the second issue especially since the work has been put into it will appear in some I mean, way I, at, at know, some point you know I, I i've been tempted at times to like post some of those pages mm -hmm. um you know maybe i don't know if that'll spur people to say hey it's like you know what's uh you know what's happening with this stuff who knows yeah yeah yeah. Well, well, speaking of posting, um, are there web spaces where people can keep up with things since that's, that tends to be the way we keep up with life now, web pages, uh, social media things uh, that you find particularly useful and positive, which doesn't always go with the term social media? Uh <laughs> you know, um, like... I, I'm not that good with the social media stuff. It's like I because I it's like I know I need to post more. Um, but I it like it's 
to me, it's just it's just too distracting for me. It's like when I, I get that I get on there, I tend to get on like at the wee wee hours of the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, there are like twenty of them now, uh, as far as outlets. So it's like yeah, which I mean, one? I, I only do like I primarily I I. It's easier for me to post on Instagram, and that'll it. You know, if I post something on Instagram, I have it set where it'll send it to Facebook. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I. I I tend to avoid Facebook because again, it's just it's just too distracting for me. I get that. Uh, so I'm not on Twitter or, or anything like that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like I post. I I know I need to post more. Um, but I don't know. I I guess I think I overthink it all too much. So because like you know when I post, you know, I'm trying to put together a post, I'm like, you know, got to remember like hashtags and. Uh, Right, right. Making sure that I, I tag everybody and yeah, I just I understand. <laughs> I, I will tag you when I share this. I'll tag you. I that, that'll be that. great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But again, like you know, right now, you know, just uh, when I when I when I'm working, and you know, I. I I usually keep movies and a ton of documentaries playing in the background or, you know, let's just listen nice. to music. And those, those things kind of help me stay, stay focused on what I'm supposed to be doing. Love it. Love it. Should we, should we close with the playlist? What, uh, what's yeah. currently playing? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, It's like what I, you know, it's funny because like, um, when I moved, when I, when I moved into the place I am now, when when everything was still in boxes and you know it's just like I didn't I had to I had to move and like jump immediately back into work. I think for a year, all I listened to was Tool. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> for a whole year, all I listened to was Tool because I was just like, okay, you know, it got me in the like the frame of mind to like, okay, just I needed that energy. Mm-hmm. The just the yeah, I just needed that energy to just you know, like dive into the work. Um, but you know, outside of tool is like I love Prince. Um, I love like the like South African uh house music. Uh-huh. Music, I mean, some of the stuff that's coming out of there these days is just absolutely incredible. It's just absolutely incredible stuff. Uh, I've always loved house music because it's like one of one of the, the ways that I kind of like decompress uh from work is, you know, I'll go dancing, you know, catch up with friends, we go dancing. And uh, like during the pandemic, when I couldn't go dancing, just like cycling. Mm-hmm. It just helps me like clear my head, you know, gives, gives me great exercise. And just, uh, it's just a great way for me to like work through if I'm stuck, if I feel like I'm stuck on an idea or just, again, just clearing my head, you know, I just get out on the bike and just, just ride. Um, so let's see back to the music uh tricky mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um uh, just about just about really anything and we are back continuing yes. to talk about music <laughs> yeah, for the playlist um, yeah the playlist uh, it includes um the cinematic orchestra mm-hmm. you familiar with their stuff uh it sounds interesting. I, I haven't oh, listened it's, to it's it. Fantastic. So yeah, they they're um they tend to uh, feature a lot of like different singers and vocalists with them. But yeah, they're the music is 
it's it's just really exciting uh, music, and it's I can't say it's dance oriented, but it has a it has a cinematic feel to it. But they they, they always link up with like really interesting vocalists. Um, they've uh, linked up with uh, was this? Moses Sumney. Um, I, I want to say they're they're almost akin to like say Massive Attack. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, okay. That's a that's a, another band that I just I just love their work. Uh, Massive Attack. You know, Pink Floyd. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. You know, just just anything that just kind of just just takes me there. Um, yeah. There's a there's this other band called I, I I never know how to say their name exactly, but Polisa Police. Yeah, I think it's Polisa. Um, and I forget where where I heard their work uh work from but i i've i've managed to like i purchased all of their albums cool um, there's another group uh lamb um let's see yeah there's lamb there is Portishead. head uh-huh uh-huh uh you know yeah just like bands like that um marvin gay stevie wonder uh Tom Waits, <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. you know, I, just anything that I, yeah, I just, I just love music. So yeah, it's all, it all keeps me, helps keep me focused. Same, same. Love it for creating, love it for commuting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I love the eclectic mix. Love that. Yeah. 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 How about yourself? Like, what are your, some of your, some of your favorites? Oh my goodness. I, uh, you know, I roam around a little bit. I'll listen to movie soundtracks sometimes, like just the the instrumental or the music that comes with it. Yeah. Um, I'll listen to like stuff from the late 90s that just kind of takes me back to a place mm -hmm. every now and then. That's uh, that's always on the playlist in one way or another throughout the year. Um, this is big with my students and also big with me. Anything like Michael Jackson, greatest hits, okay. you know, kind of, kind of oriented. And he had an album in the mid nineties that I listened to sometimes. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes slower, more like meditative music. And then sometimes uh, things that are a little bit more upbeat. It just kind of depends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, Again, you know what, whatever mood it gets you in, and you know, again, it just kind of, kind of helps you propel you through the day. Yeah, know? yeah. And you mentioned Prince. You can't go wrong with Prince. Ah, can't nah, go wrong with Prince. Never, never, never. So yeah, and you know, it's like I was, you know, just so happy that I, you know, I had gotten to see him four, four or five times. Oh, you know, awesome! Awesome. Um, when he was alive, so you know, just just so grateful for that because they were like one time I saw him in college. I, at one point I, I used to live in uh, Denver, Colorado and I saw him, I think it was at Red Rocks or something. One of those, one of, it was like a, it was an outdoor amphitheater in Colorado and it was, it was just, it was just mind blowing. Yeah. Mind blowing. He did a solo. He did, he did a piano solo, but like, the echo and everything from the from the outdoor amphitheater is like I was expecting the 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 spaceships from Close Encounters to come up, across, <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, come across the horizon. It was it was just mind blowing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, 
definitely a, a talented human for sure. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you for a great chat and uh, glad to share about your work. Thank you for what you're doing in comics and literacy. Uh, anything at all that I missed that you want to make sure to mention before we close out and go back to listening to Prince for a little while? <laughs> <laughs> no, again, thank you for having me on. Yeah. Uh, I'm so so glad that you reached out and uh, I will, I'll be sure to send you those links um, and a couple of other, I'll send a couple of other uh, like preview images of of some things that i've been working on sounds um, great i recently did a uh i recently did a cover a variant cover for a friend of mine uh steve peters he and i went to uh uarts together and he's got a um he has a comic book that he has been writing and illustrating uh called let's make sure i get the title correct um the comic verse. So uh, I, did, I recently did a uh, cover for him, and uh, I'm you know I'm excited for that. I did I did a com uh, I did a variant cover for uh, this company Advent Comics for their God Cell mm -hmm. God Cell 2023 anniversary cover. Um, so I did the original cover back in, I guess that was uh, 2013. And so, yeah, we just did a 10 year anniversary. So that's getting ready to come out. Um, again, just this stuff. So wonderful things, I'll wonderful posting, things. I'll be posting some, some of this uh, work soon and looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, always glad to talk with you. Always glad to share about your work. Uh, and I'll share these links back with you once I have everything put together. Again, thank you. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for saying yes. <laughs> and and thanks again for a wonderful talk. Excellent. Thank you again. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Take care now.